Welcome to the DBS Films Podcast, a behind-the-scenes look into making indie films. Learn from DBS Films about their process, tips, and fun stories that all come with making multiple movies a reality. Hey everyone, welcome to the DBS Films Podcast. It's just me and you, so that means it is a DBS production update. In these episodes, we give you a quick inside look at where we are as DBS Films. Today is August 13th. And we got a lot to talk about, really, which is always fun. Uh, as mentioned, the past few weeks, we have a lot. Very, very busy week. This is probably one of the busiest weeks of the year for me. To give you guys an idea where we are at, The Haunting of the Murder House is released. That is our newest film. It is live on Amazon. You guys are doing an absolutely amazing job getting the word out, spreading it out there, because it is now higher than it's ever been on the IMDb list, which is 11,000. And what I mean by that is it's literally the highest we've ever had a movie um, on IMBD. Uh, for the launch, you know, you get a lot of bumps when it's first released and we were able to really, really help push that. So that's great to see. It was top 10 on Amazon Horror as well too, which is amazing to see. So uh, the Haunting of the Murder House and Mo is getting off to a fantastic start. Again, if you are listening to this and you haven't rented it and given it a review, you've probably heard me over and over again in the Discord channel saying, please help us out. Just because this is something that is super critical for us to give us the best shot of getting on Amazon Prime for free. That's really going to make a night and day difference when it comes to the streaming elements there. And it is something that, you know, I, I think we have a pretty good chance at it. So thank you so much for supporting The Haunting of the Murder House. On top of supporting The Haunting of the Murder House, we have our Kickstarter campaign, which is now at 71%. We got 29% left to go. We got one week left. I'm pretty confident. With that being said, though, we are looking at some some additional help and support from you know whoever has the ability to do so. If you do not, do not worry whatsoever. But thank you so much if you have. And really, it is something we want to make sure that we hit that limit so we can get you guys the merch, get you guys everything that we were talking about, and get you some nice, super comfy hoodies and sweatpants. I'm really looking forward to those uh, movie marathon fits. So that's kind of where we're at with the haunting of the murder house. The next one is the shapeshifter rough draft should be ready probably about a week week and a half um we're doing a lot of work on that that's kind of been our major focus we've made a little bit of a pivot um we're extending the the time frame for filming into the forest mainly because we were looking at it and we're like you know at first we thought we wanted to get the um into the forest possibly done for october and we're always ambitious like we, we always are ambitious we always create tight schedules for ourselves so we try and hit them as much as we possibly can but our big focus now is let's just make sure we get the shapeshifter done and uploaded before halloween so we're going to really really focus on getting that one out there and then roll right into filming those found footage movies i think we can stack two found footage movies right on top of each other for the rest of the year which is going to allow us to hit the goal of movies we want to film when it comes to the shapeshifter again we are going to uh provide a link to our super fans to go ahead and review the movie um because you guys really do create such great and valuable feedback when it comes to the ability for you to identify any issues what we're missing what we're not missing all of those things are really, really critical. And it's one of the reasons why I think The Hunt in the Murder House is one of the best movies we had out there. It's because we had the feedback from the super fans right away. So I'm really, really looking forward to having you guys take a look at that film, um, see what you think. Uh, my personal opinion it is by far our best one. As good as The Hunt in the Murder House is, Shapeshifter really does blow it out of the water, at least in my opinion. I think we've really took an ambitious uh, swing and I think we made some contact. So hopefully we'll see how it goes from there. But I'm pretty excited with that. One of the big 
bigger elements that we have is the Into the Forest 2.0 casting. So right now I am on audition 870 something of 1372. So we're making our way through it. I'm hoping to have you guys get the casting calls by the end of the day tomorrow. Depending on how it goes tonight while I'm filming this, I got like probably like five more hours of work left um, Friday night. Hopefully we can get through that. If not, we might delay it until Sunday. Uh, I do apologize for that, guys. But hey. There's a lot of additions, and I want to make sure you guys get the feedback. So you're going to get feedback as well on top of that. It's going to be brief feedback, but we want to start giving you guys more and more uh, information about what we're looking for. Overall, though, everyone's done a fantastic job. I mean, really, really good stuff, guys. So I'm always impressed with the talent that we have in the Discord. But once again, you guys just really showed up to play. So it's not been an easy process whatsoever. And then finally... One of the major things I just want to touch on briefly is the DBS challenges are coming. So this is something that, you know, I knew was going to be a big thing. Once we get through the audition process in the sense of just getting through this first wave and then focusing on callbacks, we're going to be able to go ahead and roll out the DBS challenges. So really what I want to make sure that the Discord can do is always be a place to cultivate creativity and always be a place that's very interactive for the amazing creativity that we have there within the uh, members. So the way that we're going to look at doing that is by creating a few different challenges. It's going to be an acting challenge, a screenwriting challenge, a writing challenge, and a special effects challenge at first. So basically four. Uh, actually, no, we got a fifth one. I forgot fan art as well, too. So any kind of painting or drawing. Right now, the winner is going to get 20 bucks, which is, you know, hey, it's cash is what we're looking at doing. And then second, third, fourth and fifth is going to get DBS points. You're going to get points if you just enter into it. But the big thing that I'm looking forward to here is I think this is the way that we can begin to work with our Discord because I was thinking about doing it for the audition process, which was grading the auditions and saying like, hey, this was a seven out of ten. But I don't think I'm ever going to grade the auditions. And the reason for it is you could be an eight out of 10 for how I thought you did the audition. And we go with a six out of 10 just because we thought the person was a better fit. It's weird. It's acting, you know, it's, 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 are you a fit for what we had in our head? And a lot of times it's no, like more times it's no than yes. So really, if you're a fit for what we had in our head and you're good at acting and portraying it, boom, done deal. You could kill it, but you just, you know, for whatever reason, you don't look like that character that we had in our head because we just think there's certain traits associated with it. Now, I would say we probably do it not as much as, you know, you would think in like the Hollywood set, but it's still a factor there. So that's why I was kind of hesitant on grading the auditions. With that being said, I think it's absolutely an amazing idea to grade these uh, challenges just to let you guys know, like, hey, this is what we thought about it. This is what we would recommend improving on. And we want to do these challenges every bi week. So I think I might stack them. So every week we have a challenge coming up. Um, my whole goal is to make sure once we stop or start them that we do not stop these. So I am going to still kind of like tweak it for a little bit more just to understand the process with it. Um, but I'm hoping about the next two weeks to roll out the challenges. I think it's going to be really cool. On top of the challenges, the next thing is going to be the events. It's going to be like karaoke night, DBS core, all of these things. So, you know, guys, when I say that this Discord really hasn't even started yet, I do mean it. There's going to be so many fun things that we're going to be doing um and i think it's just a start and again these are ways that in between the auditions because i mean it's months long period it's a way for you to you know show your talent and we're going to notice them you know and if we're going into it and you've done all of if you've done all of the acting challenges that we have in a year we're going to know who you are exactly we're going to know your range we're going to know what you're good for and on top of that we're going to also start looking at making characters for you like i i 
just watching all of the auditions now, I have so many more like, oh, wow, I can make a character like this now because I have a few people that can easily play that type of role that I can go back to. So that's kind of the whole mindset that we have with the challenges. I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be a really cool way. And as we scale up, the prizes are going to scale with us. So nothing's going to make me happier. We're like, we can really like, you know, help cultivate someone's um skills by just providing them with cash in the sense of it's so hard to have opportunities nowadays to really reward creativity just because fortunately in our society it's one of those things that kind of gets like crushed down just because you know there's just not that many opportunities so with that being said we're gonna go ahead and hop into our discord questions if you do ever want to get your question answered on the podcast all you got to do is go over to question for podcast in the discussions channel first question is from tina lee and we absolutely love tina lee she is amazing such a rock star such a super star and she's gonna be helping us out with the karaoke event once we start rolling that out so i'm very excited for it tina you are a legend you're probably listening to us already and thank you thank you so tina asked do you and your brother disagree much throughout the whole movie making process also if so how do you work through that fantastic question because i think one of the biggest issues that plagues indie filmmakers is they are incredibly stubborn and they have egos and a lot of times in the creative realm, people don't understand how to mix their egos. With that being said, I think one of the reasons why me and my brother are very good is we both basically admit that, you know, we don't really have egos. We're just trying to make what's best um, in the sense of what works, what doesn't work. And we're incredibly flexible. There's a lot of things where it's like, typically we're pretty much, I would say like 90% of the time we're on the same page. And the reason we're on the same page is from the very beginning, we talk through it and you know, when you're talking through like the big beats, so like let's take a look at like Into the Forest 2.0, which is what we're working on now. It's about uh, actually we'll do the murder house since the murder house is out. So, I mean, you know, we knew it was going to be a group of people. We wanted to have an additional person in the van. You know, that was something that came up. We're like, yep, that makes sense. Um, then from there, like we really just kind of quickly agree on like those major beats. So when we're writing it, the only things that come up that were like differences is like at first my brother didn't want to do the challenges or the lock-in element to it. And I was like, no, this is something that I think is really important and it allows us to go ahead and pace and progress the story. So when something like that happens while we're disagreeing, what usually happens is it's more of a plot structure than anything else. And then we like to joke, you get a red flag. So basically you get two red flags, which what you can say is this is my red flag. I'm going to plant it. And I, this is the big thing to me. I'm fighting for this. And why I think that's really good strategy to handle it is it basically says, listen, you know, we're going to agree on a lot of things, but if you feel passionate about something, you have the opportunity to just say, Hey, this is where I'm at with this. You know, I I'm, I'm dead set on doing this or having it this way. And then that causes you to then be like, okay, well, why? And then you explain it through the process. And typically when me or my brother have a red flag like that, we usually have a reason for it. And from there, it kind of works together. On set, though, there's no disagreement whatsoever. The only time it ever does come up is like how to film a shot. And it's more so us working against the problem at hand and not each other. So like a good example of this was on the shapeshifter. We kind of got a little bit frustrated with each other. Because me and him were like, no, don't film it like this, you idiot. Film it like this. And it's like, no, 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 that's going to be a terrible shot. I'm like, no, you move it here. Watch. And like, literally, this is like what we're talking to each other. Like, it's 3 a.m. on like day six. So you know what I mean? Like, it's it's late there. But we're trying to get through the scene because we're already behind. And I wouldn't really say it was like yelling or like upset or anger. It was just kind of like, we need to, come on, let's go. Like, well, how do we do this? This is exactly how we, like, 
And that happened with the girl in cabin 13 for a few things where it's just like how you do the scene. Um, but very rarely does that happen. We're typically so on uh, point by this uh, sense of time that it's usually something like for the, the uh, shapeshifter, the big issue was that, um, you know, it was hard to film that scene. So luckily I have a partner with my brother that we can end up doing that with. So that's a great question. Thank you so much, Tina Lee, for that. Next question is one busy NYC mom. When you do your casting calls and you see someone that's typecast might be fit for another role, would you ask them to reread for that role in the callback? And the answer is 100% yes. I actually did that for a few people. Um, I was mentioning like, hey, you should actually read for this person. I'll ask them like, did you read for this person? Um, because that is something where, and that's why I always uh, ask people to audition as much as possible. You can kind of see what might be a better fit for them instead. So that is something that happens all the time. Typically, though, we do like to see what your first choice is. Because usually first choice comes down to what you feel like you'd be good at. And if you can already feel a connection to the character, that typically helps out. Caveat to that is, you know, a lot of people will be like, I'm the lead, I'm the lead. Because, hey, everyone wants to be a lead. Like, you know, it's cool. Um, but yes, that is something where if we see it, we usually mention, hey, did you audition for this? And I actually have in the feedback mentioned that already. So it's a fantastic question. One busy NYC mom. Next question is from Vin. Vin, in your opinion, what is the most important personality straight or trait such strength someone can need to work in the movie industry to be successful? And did you always want to make movies? The best trait I think you can have is just an incredibly resistant work ethic. Um, You just have to produce and you're going to suck for so long and you're going to keep on sucking. And it's really, really hard to do. And unless you can make up for the fact that you don't have millions of dollars with your pure ability to work, then you're pretty much stuck there. It really is something where, you know, you're going to have to keep at it. And if you're not able to make up that gap of not having millions of dollars by working harder than others, there's really no way to come about it. So I think having that hard work and dedication element. And then I think the other thing is having no ego. Um, it only sabotages you at this level. I think eventually when you have, you know, fame and fortune and you can do whatever you want. Great. Go ahead. Be exactly what you want to be. But in the indie world, I find too many times people are like, no, I'm the, I'm the one artist. I have the movie that no one's ever thought of before. And I'm the special one. And I, I'm just meant to be. And it's like, dude, no. It, you know, and I think that ends up just train wrecking production because you're like, I need it to be like this. And it's like, well, physically, you can't film that because you're not good enough. And people are like, no, still try it. And then the movie comes out really bad. So I think that's a super important trait to have as well, too. Um, and then did you always want to make movies? I feel like I always wanted to be creative and create things. Um, so movies was a natural outlet to it. I, though, 100% was pretty much destined to the idea that I wouldn't make movies because of how hard it was. But again, because of how everything panned out and the opportunity that we had, that we legitimately had a shot of making movies, 100% in, just jumped right into it. And we've been working super hard at it ever since. And then the last question is from Dad of. So Dad of, is it true that you guys eventually want every super fan to be in one of your movies or at least behind the scenes of some sort? One million percent, yes. 
We want to make sure that we cast every single person, especially the people now who are helping us out. And our way to do that is simply to make a ton more movies. It's one of the reasons why I mentioned that it's going to become harder and harder and harder and harder to become a super fan, because eventually we want to get to the point where we can easily cast every single one of the super fans that we have. Let's take a look where we're at now. I'm pretty bad at math, so... 163 plus 21, that's 184 plus 22, 206 super fans is what we're at right now. So 206 people. And if you think about, well, that's a lot. We make 10 movies, that's 20 people. I make one movie with a zombie movie, that's 200 people right there that can be cast or on set. So right now it's going to be hard for us to get that many people in there. But if we scale up to the level that we want to scale up and that we know we can scale up to, that's really not that hard of a process at all. So 100%, especially behind the scenes, I think something that'd be really cool is every time we have a shoot, one day is just like behind the scenes day and we just invite all the super fans, whoever can come out and make it, can come get behind the scenes, get like swag and stuff from like the movie, all that cool stuff. So I think that would be something that'd be really, really cool to do. So thank you so much for all of those amazing questions. Thank you for being part of the Discord channel. Again, be sure to take a look at our Discord. That is the place to be. We make movies with our fans, for our fans. So if you want to be part of that process, you got to go ahead and join the Discord channel. But until then, have a good one.